podcast. I am your host, Nakia Hines, and I deeply believe that we reach authentic healing through intentionality and candid conversations. I am so excited for you to hear today's episode, but even more excited that you are here with me on this journey to self-actualization. Let's get right into it. beauties happy monday happy happy monday so happy that you have joined again and we are jumping right back in bars okay now um you remember last week we were talking about how to shift from surviving to thriving and i mentioned briefly that we would dive a little bit deeper into the concept of reacting versus responding because that's something that has really been helpful to me And it really shifted the way that I showed up in the world and continue to do so. And when we think about those words, at first they like kind of seem like synonyms, but they are not. Okay, so I was like, you know what? We can't even allow that to take over what we were talking about last week, but it's so necessary. So I know last week I was like, oh, this will be cute and short. I don't know if that's going to happen. I think it will be. But listen, okay, we're here together. Whether it's 5 minutes, 15, or 25, we're going to get the job done. So you might be like wondering, okay, if these are two different, totally different words and verbs and actions, then what's the difference? Thank you for wondering that because I would love to share with you. So when we react, so in both cases, first of all, in both cases, when we can react or respond, just know that like think of your left hand and your right hand. They are both always going to be choices that we make. Let me say it again. Reacting, whether you react or you respond, those are both choices that we make. Now, I am emphasizing that because many times when we react, we tell ourselves this untruth that the reason why we had to react that way is because we didn't have a choice and we had to go toe-to-toe with them and we had to match their energy we had to no it's still a choice sometimes just knowing and acknowledging that something is a choice and that you actually can choose to do something else is freeing in itself but so we have the choice to react or respond In both instances, there will be something that happens, like something in technical wording or language would be a stimulus, or basically like something occurs, an event happens, and that internal alarm rings, right? You could experience this as like fight, flight, or freeze. Like basically something happens to activate that type of response. And we have sometimes a physical, like your chest might get tight, your shoulders might rise up, your head might be like, and I know that me making that sound, you know exactly what I just did with my head. You don't even have to see me, right? But like you might have a physical response or you might have an emotional response. So you might want to cry. You might get frustrated. You might feel your eye twitch, right? So reacting is when something happens and then we make the choice to how do I say it simply? We make the choice to act on the way that we feel. So if I feel my chest getting tight or if I feel like somebody is attacking me, I just have basically a lack of impulse control. 
So sometimes we are just tunnel vision to what just happened. Some people might yell. Some people might get aggressive. Some people might want to physically fight. Some people might curse. Some people might freeze. Some people might try to get out of there. Like that is really how we um, show up when we react. Same situation happens, right? So maybe it might be helpful for you to think of a situation. I know for me personally, the most uh, times that I have to be responsive is at work. <laughs> because I work in a in an environment where it's not the healthiest yet. It used to be healthy, but it, it has taken a turn. And, you know, it's coming along. But also, the village can't be healed and whole if everybody in the village is not doing the work. We're not going to go... Um, all the way down that rabbit hole, but just know that responding will keep you in your wellness even when others around you are not. So um, when people start to act a fool, they start seeing crazy, they start projecting, that's when I have to tap into my decision to either react or respond. And let's keep it a buck. Sometimes people act so foolish that I want to react because it's like, I don't think that you realize I am making a choice here. And I don't think you know that the knuck if you buck is very much still in the top of my spirit, right? I want to show you at, at this point, I want to knuck because you have bucked, but I know how it feels when I take myself, when I allow myself to go there and I don't want to, I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to be shaken and upset and having to release all this. No, you're not even going to take me to that. Cause guess what? Even if you do curse someone out, you do go off on them, you do. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't times where you have to protect yourself if there is imminent danger. See the last episode. Um, but everything doesn't require us to fight the lion. That If the lion doesn't exist, like we have to stop treating every single moment as if it's that dangerous. So when someone acts a fool, and maybe it's helpful for, like I said, you to get your own example in your head so you can imagine whatever this event that is triggering you, whatever takes you out of your body, like think about that. So that happens. And then when we are able to use those mindful skills that I was telling you about, like when we're using our breath work, taking a deep breath, counting to four before we say anything, that's when we're able to respond. So basically what mindfulness does and being responsive does is it allows us to see past the emotions that we feel and then approach the situation in a way that we can walk away with um, a feeling of being centered and calm and connected to how we want to show up. That's the biggest difference. When you react to something, you are really not in control of how you're showing up. Well, you are always in control, but you are allowing someone else to dictate how you show up, which means you're offering them power over you. So like I used an example last week, if someone is rude to you at a restaurant, someone cuts you off in traffic, and then you go ballistic or you just turn up and you lose your mind, they are learning, especially if you're in relationship with this person. When they see your trigger points and then every time they touch that trigger point, you act a fool, you're giving them ammo and ammunition and you're allowing them to have entertainment because they know if I push this button, then that person's going to do this and then I have the power over them. But when you start to respond in a calm way and not a fake calm way, I'm talking about actually having control over your emotions, understanding that you can acknowledge the stressor or the trigger without having to have an outer body experience, 
then that's when you start to reclaim your power and you take it away from people who are trying to do these mind games with you. Like it's such a wonderful skill to cultivate. I promise you. And the thing is, it's going to take practice, right? Like sometimes you might have to say to yourself, all right, I want to respond. I don't want to react. I'm going to observe. I'm not going to absorb. Like you don't have to take everything in. Everything is not yours to carry. But just understand that our bodies are having these natural biological reactions when we feel like we are being threatened or we are being hurt or dismissed or disrespected. And it's okay to feel that way, but your feelings as valid as they may be are not facts. You don't have to let your feelings just run your life. You can say thank you to these feelings for communicating with me how that landed and now I'll take it from here. Now, of course, If you want to say that out loud, go ahead and say it out loud. But you can also have internal dialogue so that you can cultivate just this peaceful space within you. There was an episode that I shared not, well, it might have been a few months ago, but it's basically about returning home to ourselves. Y'all, this world is crazy. A few months ago, they was talking about how they found aliens, okay? Real life stuff. That, that I'm not even, it's mind boggling and I just can't even process it still. But life is full of surprises. If we allow ourselves to get thrown every which way the wind blows, we will not even be able to identify center. And when you can't find a center within yourself, you can't find a home within yourself, it's very hard to feel safe and grounded and connected to yourself. So that's why it's so important to be able to learn how to respond to things, to take your power back so that you don't have to go every which way the wind goes. Um, so, yeah, I do encourage you to look up mindfulness and, you know, you don't have to be a monk or Buddha or, you know, someone who just um for 12 hours if you don't want to be. You can do a five-minute meditation. You can be more mindful when you eat, which means like just putting your phone down, putting away distractions and paying attention to the food that you eat. Like there are so many ways that you can practice being mindful in a way that feels natural to you. So, as we wrap up, like I just want to give you some examples of what it means to react. So, and versus respond. So, the thing happens. The person acts a fool. If this is how you can identify which like uh, spectrum you're on, I, I guess I can say, or which part of the spectrum you're on. So, you if you say something instantly, and you pop off instantly, you have something to, you know, any any way you want to approach that stimulus or that trigger that's reacting but when you respond you are giving yourself time to pause to listen to gather yourself and actually think about how you want to show up in this space a way that honors you versus a way that is just like low-key it's embarrassing when we when we unhinged and you go like would you want your child to actually show their teacher this like if you were being videotaped, would think about the person you respect the most and adore and admire the most. Would you want them to see you in the reactionary space or in a responsive space? Like when we react, we are we do things without thinking. It's like it's 
right in the moment. We're not thinking about the repercussion of our actions. We are normally in a defense state, like just not even really logically thinking about what's happening. Normally when we react, we are driven by how we believe. We are driven by the things that might not even be true. We are driven by these stories that we make up in our head. And oftentimes when we react, we actually regret it later. But when we respond, we are actually able to slow down and process what's happening. And then we can determine like, okay, is this actually for me or are they projecting? Is this something that's really happening or is this something that triggered me because it reminds me of X, Y, Z? It also helps us to respond in a way that considers our well-being. And if you really want to get guru guru level, you're also considering the well-being of other people around you. You're thinking about not just this moment, but how will this moment show up, you know, five years, five minutes, five months down the line. And it helps you stay aligned to your highest self, the person you want to be, the person that makes you feel proud at night, right? So rea- reacting is basically... It's for amateurs. It's for people who have no control over their emotional states, over the way they want to show up in the world. And it's a way of being that is lower than we are called to. Responding is the way we get our power back, the way that we stay in control of our emotions, the way that we pour into our environments and the way that we show up, not the way that somebody else is showing up and then we just take let them take the driver wheel. No. No, they're not driving our car. If they can't even control themselves, we want no parts. We can show up in a way that will honor ourselves. That doesn't mean you have to be a punk because, baby, let me tell you, there are ways that you can speak to people that they know that you're not the one or the two or the six, okay? And there are ways that you can show up that say, it's not for me. I will not be having this conversation. I said what I said, and I really hope that we can get to a solution. But until we do, I'm going to remove myself. You understand? Like it, We don't have to equate responding to being docile because that's not what it is. It's not passive. It's not passive aggressive. You can be honest. You can be direct. You can have boundaries, and you can still have love because when you harbor hate, bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness, anger, all of these things, it's eating up at you. Like you can't give it to the person if it's not first living inside of you. So when you spew out this, when you are ready to spit fire, the fire is already living in you. So even though you think you're doing harm to the person who is asking you to react, you're also doing harm to yourself if you keep letting yourself be dysregulated and um, be triggered and not allow your nervous system time to rest. (sighs) That's all I have for you today. I hope that um, this helps you. I hope that you respond and respond more and react less. Don't beat yourself up know that it is a process. It's something that will take practice, but as long as you are intentional about moving in that direction, your life will honor the efforts. May you be happy. May you be well. May you be blessed. May you be loved. May you feel in control of your emotions, and I'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening. Okay, bye.